0: Day podcast, guys,
1: episode 27. 27 The Scott Rowland episode. There you go, throwing out the sports references already. Yeah. well, yeah, he was inducted to the Cardinal Hall of Fame That's this true. weekend. That's true.
0: I love me with some Rowland, I really did. Uh, hell of a ball player. Yeah, <laughs> did I tell you about my coach sending me a text on Facebook? No, so my little league coach hits me up on Facebook. Uh huh, haven't seen him since. We moved. This was in Springfield. I played like select baseball, right? Okay. So you know, we traveled around a little bit, little Arkansas, little Iowa. You know, that little little tour there. Sure. Um, General Midwest towns played me some second base. He's a good little Look player, at you. right? Um, but he hit me. I've talked to him since eighth grade. Okay. So thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> um, sends me like a couple pictures of the old team. You know, like the team photos. It's like, oh, I saw you on here, and just wanted to say hi. You know, give the best to your family. And then he pulls, like, the coach move. He's like, you know, that last season, you really came into your own. I hated to lose you. You became a hell of a ball player. And I wanted to cry. I really did. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, well, it was because I had such a great coach. And, you know, you gave me confidence. And, oh, man, I was – so it was great. It was great. Dudley White, hell of a coach, man. Uh, I know he's not listening, but damn it. Shout-outs to Dudley Dudley White. Dudley was a good guy. Great guy. Great guy. So Respect. So the ball stuff brought it up to me, and obviously I'm still tearing up. So (laughs) –
1: I don't know why that hits you. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I I 100% relate. Um, however, I've never had a coach in my prime or in <laughs> retrospect say I was a hell of a ball player. No one ever mistook me for that. Uh, really
0: get you in the cockles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, uh, anyways, so we got a whole bunch of shit going down. D23, um, man. I know. We did a little uh, podcast like three days ago and so much shit
1: has happened within like that window. I know. I'm like, oof. Where do you want to start, man? I'll go oh, with shit, dude. That's I, I. When I was just like following D twenty three, I I somehow can't get more excited, or think I can't get more excited for Disney Plus, and then they drop more shit on me, man. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the logical place for us to start is the revival of Lizzie McGuire, right? Totally, <laughs> that's exactly what I had written down first thing. Here was right. uh, Lizzie McGuire. Highlighted. On a, on a side note, I actually am kind of excited about that. Not not one that I'm going to watch like immediately or anything. Sure, sure, But that was my prime age. Lizzie McGuire. Right. Uh,
0: you I know, know like, nothing about it. So when
1: it happened, she was like 13. Okay. And it came out when I was like 12 or 13. So it was the perfect like tween. What is it? Show. What's the basis of the show? Is it? was a 30
0: minute sitcom type thing. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. She was a fucking. Middle school kid figuring out how to be in middle school. So like, it's your say by the bell. Very much so. Okay. Very much so. Gotcha. Um so yeah, like as a kid, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't down with Lizzie. Um so will I watch the revival? Sure, why not? Paying like for it. like we said with nostalgia, it'll get one episode Absolutely. out of it. Right. Absolutely. I'm not gonna watch right. the whole season of the Lizzie McGuire revival. But I'll watch the, the repilot. You say that now, <laughs> right? And then, until I get poor. Hey, uh, John, you want to go out Saturday? Uh, sorry, I'm on episode six, Lizzie. Yeah, uh, you know, man, you know, I up. did just finish Veronica Mars. Yeah, uh, and Friday, uh-oh. I uh-oh, you're looking I away. I am fucking crushed, dude. Oh. I am crushed. I don't
0: know if I want to hear this because I, I I haven't started it yet. I was gonna start it and wrap nope. it up with that. But it's awesome.
1: Oh, okay. You because, should.
0: Oh, just bums you out at the end.
1: Yeah. Okay, no, okay. I'm. I'm not crushed. I thought. Uh, like, I thought it was a, a uh, no, Game of no. Actually, situation. No, okay. not at all. Okay. Not at all. It was. Um, I was actually really pleasantly surprised with how good the season was. Oh, good. Okay. Because like, good. so like, the the original show only lasted three seasons, mm-hmm. and all three seasons were were magnificent. They were perfect. And then, so it went off the air in, I don't know, probably 07, maybe was when it, like 0- 06, 07, somewhere in that ballpark okay. was when season three ended. Okay. And then in, like, 2012, in 11 or 12, um, Rob Thomas, not Matchbox 20 Rob oh, Thomas, but not, Rob... Not smooth, then? R- no, not no. smooth. Okay. And not the Rob Thomas that plays for the Blues, um, but Rob Thomas the writer. <laughs> okay. Um who created Veronica Mars. He also created uh, Party Down. Did you ever watch that? I did, yes. Yeah, same guy. Yeah. And a lot of the that same was, cast. That
0: uh, was uh, Adam Scott? Yep. Yes, loved it.
1: Loved a lot it. of the same cast was okay, cool. in yeah. Veronica Mars, was also in Party Down. You'll recognize a lot of people. you okay. recognize... The, uh, if you like that show... I'm surprised
0: people... No, no not people know that show. Very similar. I mean, that's a great pull. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm happy that... that's probably the first person I've talked to that knows that show. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought it was great. Yes. But I, I've always been a huge Rob Thomas fan. Like, before Veronica Mars... He wrote this book called Rat Saw God, okay. um, which is very much like a teen coming of age. It's to, I'm not going to sit here and say it's like a masterpiece, but it came out when I was like 15, or I came into it at least when I was like 15 or 16, and it was like my catcher in the rye. Gotcha. Now, it's not nearly as good. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Rob Thomas is J.D. Salinger. Right. Not at all. But like, it spoke to my emo 16-year-old self so much, right. which is how I got <coughs> into Veronica <clears throat> Mars, because I loved the book, and then someone was like, "Oh, he made a show!" Right. So I digress. Makes
0: me think of like the Airborne movie I showed you. Like the Jack Black was the goalie, the rollerblade. Right. thing. think piece of shit movie, but it just hit something with you. And you're like,
1: right, I, I love right. it, and right. that was Rat Saw God right. for me. Exactly. I still read it probably every two or three years. Um, but so they like in 2011 or 2012. Rob Thomas launched a Kickstarter to do a Veronica Mars movie. Okay. Because, and, because Kirsten Bell, even though she's like the most famous woman alive, loves playing Veronica Mars. Yes. So I, she's just I, she, she just keep is willing to keep coming back. So he did a Kickstarter, and it passed, and they made a Veronica Mars movie. So this was like, yeah, like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And we went, and obviously Libby and I immediately saw it on opening night, and we loved it because we were fans, but that movie is very clearly... Made for fan service, sure. like it wasn't. It didn't advance the plot in any meaningful way. A little Boondock Saints 2 Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, no, not as bad. Because yeah, right, this, because the movie is enjoyable. Like it's a fun watch, but it's just not as good. Right. You're not gonna go to it. Like, oh, what do I want to watch right now? Like, I wouldn't jump on that. Yeah. I understand. I understand. So then, when season, when they announce they're doing a season four. There was part of it like, is this just going to be fan service, or are they actually going to do something as good as they did before? Right. And I got halfway through the season, I was like, oh my god, they're fucking nailing it. Like, this is just really good television. Um I'm glad, because I saw that look on your face when you first started talking, and I was like, oh. no, like the, just <laughs> the last episode just... It left me crushed in a good way. Okay. It was like it was good, but you know you get that emotional gut punch when something happens that is emotional. Yeah. Um, and I'll leave it at that, because I do want you to watch I, it, I, will I think watch you'll it. dig it. I will watch it. I will watch it. Um,
0: Maybe like one night when I'm at a con in Springfield Mo. Oh. It might be a good hotel night. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Watch a couple man. Episodes, shit like that. So. Uh, we'll be we slumber partying. That's right. Right. Yeah, because apparently my dad wants us to bunk. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyways, that's, that's a side that's note. That's no, no yeah, so that I joke. did finish Veronica Mars this week. Cool, and I got halfway through the Boys. <sighs> it's so great, isn't I'm it? I'm stoked.
0: That's you know, that's one of the things where I, I love it, and I love Hulu. I love the Netflix. I love the Disney Plus. I love all this stuff. But at the same time, I wish I ha- I don't even know how to word this. Like you know how like I, I have cable. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't have cable, but I still have cable. So when yeah. Game of Thrones or whatever show I'm watching is on, I watch it. Uh-huh. Then I'll always catch pieces of it here and there to relive it. Right. I don't do that as much with the Hulu. You know, I just, cause I just don't.
1: It's, it's not but I, easy but I was, to revisit.
0: Right. So I feel like I miss things because I really only give it a watch, maybe uh-huh. two at the most. I agree with that. Um, and that bums me out because that was mm-hmm. so good. I want to just have it on totally randomly. Like, I want to sit down. Like, I got 20 minutes. I'm going to pop this on for a few And And you, you can do that with the
1: app, but it's more of a. It, yeah, I, I am the same way with that. Today. I sat down and watched the Fantastic Four again, right? Because it was just on cable. Right. Even if it twenty like, minutes in, there's like, okay, a million cool. things right. that I like more Absolutely. that I never get to watch that I have access to immediately. Right. But I still watched an hour and a half of the fucking Fantastic Four, right? Because it was there. Because it's there, and it's like, yeah. oh, I can do dishes and right. watch a minute of this. Right. And I'll also go on record as to say that, and it was the, it was the new one, the one with like Miles Teller and oh, Michael sure. B. Jordan, yeah. And I'll go on the record just to say, I don't think that's a terrible movie. I think the ending was a piece of shit, um, and that ruined the whole thing. But I think if you watch that movie all the way up to the climax, it's actually a really fucking good Fantastic Four movie. But as soon as it reaches the climax, it's like, oh, you guys rushed yeah. everything, and it turns into a mess, and, and it doesn't make right.
0: sense. And, and I'll I'll be fair and say, I watched it once, never really have gone back to watch any pieces of it or anything uh-huh. like that. And I'll I probably just was of the mindset at the time that this is shit, I'm not gonna sure. like it, I need to get through it. Right. And when you do that and you, you don't really have an opinion of it in the uh-huh. end, it's just you had to yeah, do something. You had to just do it's it. It's like first communion. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents it's are there. on you, you've gotta fucking get just it over do with it. done. I'd say confession, but we all lie. Right. That's not the truth. You know, I'd say confession, but we don't show up. <laughs> we don't try. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, so, before we get too far off, the Disney yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're
0: right. Uh, Disney
1: Plus, they just keep dropping bombs. Mandalorian trailer oh,
0: uh, came out. I want to play it here. If you want to sue us, bring it. <laughs> try to get money out of it. But, yeah, you know, Disney, not, you, you if you listen it. to this podcast, you've obviously seen the trailer. But just to have us kind of, I like, I'm just this is badass, man.
1: Yeah, just, like just the, the stormtrooper heads on spikes, like, does that still give you chills of Lucasfilm? It does, man. It, I still love it. You know, it doesn't, I, I think a lot of people have the Star Wars fatigue, and I just don't. I don't, I don't either. I, I, I think. Love, yeah, I love the look of this. Yeah, but that's, if it, it looks very, Carl Weathers, my right. guy. It looks very, like, Moss eisley Tatooine, Jakkuish. Well, but they show a lot of different. And, they show some
0: snow. They show, you know.
1: Yeah. You Got forest, You got all kinds of sceneries. I I, I think you have to have a variety of. Oh yeah, the oh, Death yeah. Troopers. Right.
0: You know what this we, made me think of, huh? Westerns, like a good yeah, Western, like a some Clint Eastwood shit. I hope it is. Like in kind of the same thing. like the Mandalorian. You don't really know who he is. He's Just the Mandalorian. You know? Yeah. He doesn't have a name.
1: Ooh, that's right. This that's this where he comes right through there. the door. Yeah. And, oh, be- that looks gnar. Right. The carbonite. How bad is it? Because that's that's common practice for the no. bounty hunters. That's Darth Maul, right? No, that was a whole I staggered know, list of things. That people. looked like Darth Maul. You me. think so? Uh, Rewind. We are rewinding. I, I did not pick that up in it. I just thought it was the stack of different... I, I you could, could be see wrong. It's it. like, Maybe it's I've like just 12 or I 13...
0: That has a Darth Maul look to me.
1: I, I'm not gonna say hundred percent. I, 100%. Mean, it, I, I it get what could. you're saying.
0: Yeah. It's the nose and the teeth.
1: Yeah. And I if someone told me unequivocally that was Darth Maul, I'd say, Oh, I see it. But I don't immediately go there. I especially when you see like it's six or seven deep. <laughs> like is. that's just a storehouse. It is. Of bounty.
0: I love it. The dude's got the medallion from the uh, Republic on. Yeah. It's, it's badass, man. It looks good. It looks fantastic. Not only that, but it gives me so much hope for all the other things to come. That For sure. That looks so that's awesome. That's the model. They, they are, are putting the money
1: that we're giving them into it. They are right. reinvesting, reinvesting it properly. You know what I mean? It looks great. And that's the. I, I think what my biggest hope from The Mandalorian is that it really starts to. Cultivate a true Star Wars audience and younger people. Right. Because I think, you know, like we were raised on Star Wars because we're of that generation. Mm-hmm. And then Star Wars stayed immensely popular. But I think a lot of its popularity is really just kind of posturing. I think you see a lot of people walk around wearing Star Wars T-shirts that have never actually watched Star Wars. Agreed. And I'm not saying fuck those people; they're posers. (laughs) I'm saying I want them to come in. I I, might be saying fuck those posers. (laughs) But I I, I want them in. I want like I want the same love for Star Wars to be as genuine as the universal love for the MCU.
0: Totally. You know, like that crosses
1: every fandom. That crosses every type of person. And I think Star Wars has the, I know Star Wars has the capability to do that. Right. And I'm I'm hoping that as the whole Infinity Saga has winded down, the MCU's kind of in this middle ground, mm-hmm. that I think Star Wars can start to fill a little bit of a void. I think I, I think they can get a foothold. Especially this way. Would, right, like
0: because this gives me great hope for that Obi Wan Kenobi series. Right, like, I'm like, this could be yeah awesome. I mean, and I like you know, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to see it as a movie, but the idea of you know
1: twelve episodes, ten episodes of that—that that, that it's great—is way better for way Obi-Wan. better. I think so too, and, and I think that's better for a lot of the property. Right. I would I would be happier if like if I really want Disney Plus to take off, and then the only Star Wars movies we see are saga movies. Totally. I hope I would be happy if Rogue One and Solo were the only standalone. Right. And now every standalone Star Wars story we want to tell, let's tell it as a series. Right. Well, I was just going to say, uh, looking back on it,
0: and I liked Rogue One. That also could have been a badass ten-part series. Oh, hell yeah. You could have done some cool, like a Band of hell Brothers yeah. type shit. Hell you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just a straight war series.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: not that, like I said, I enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed Me too. Solo because, you know. I enjoy them both. I'm a Star Wars I, show. I'll do, I'll, you know. I enjoy Rogue One so much that I... I'd put it near the top of yep. my full listings. I've watched Rogue One on, like, TBS when it takes, like, five hours with yeah, commercials. You know what I'm for Saying, sure. like, what
1: the, for this sure. is your
0: day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can go outside, make something of my day, or I can finish up Rogue One I've seen four or five times mm-hmm. on TBS with commercials. For sure. And I do. I'll stay on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. If you give me an excuse to. <laughs> right. Right. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Right. Um... What else you got from
1: the? Uh, um, so thing? from the Disney Plus, if, if I'm saying just in the, let's stay just in the in the series realm before we even start thinking about the movie announcements that came out of there. Sure. Um, one that I'm super jazzed on, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Um, Have you? Oh my! Goodness. I don't think I've seen this. So, um, they are they launched on there because if, if you saw in the Disney Plus trailer, uh-huh. it's a bunch of different networks included in that. So right. it's like Marvel, right, Disney, um, Lucasfilm. One of their subsidiaries is National Geographic. Okay. So National Geographic is like producing this thing, but it's exclusively for Disney yes. Plus. Yes. yes. And it's just Jeff Goldblum and every episode is him like about a different topic. It's like the world according to Jeff Goldblum, an episode on sneakers. So sneakers according to Jeff Goldblum. Right. And like weird outlandish shit. I will watch that all day every day yeah. let yep. me hear Jeff Goldblum talk about Monday that's right. shit that's right all I, that sounds great day. that sounds great yeah. I will listen and describe anything
0: so that series I'm ultra stoked on um, especially dumb shit because I feel like he could make that kind of not dumb shit but like the most random stuff mm-hmm. so interesting totally <laughs> you know what I mean totally it's not like you know like a Mr. Rogers I used to go to like you know warehouses and show you how mm-hmm. bikes were made or whatever and that you know as you're a kid you're like oh look at that but now I'm like Jeff Goldblum narrating that Please, oh, please. That sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. Because I just feel like I can listen, not that I don't know what the show's about, I can just hear him talking about something totally non-related to what you're watching on the screen because he goes off
1: on one of his well, tangents. Not now you when know does he go off? But, like, I feel like every time I've ever seen Jeff Goldblum, whether it's acting or in regular appearances, I think this comes through. I think Jeff Goldblum is one of the rare human beings that is just genuinely interested in what sure. other people say. Yeah. So like he is someone that you could make a mundane topic and he will go find an expert and he will be so interested and engaged that an it expert. will make right. you interested right. and engaged. You know, right. Like he will, he will bring something out of an audience right. because the the son of a bitch himself is so fucking fascinated with the topic.
0: I love Jeff Goldblum and I consider mm-hmm. these kind of actors, the same type of not necessarily acting style but person. Christopher Walken, who I love, yeah. probably even more. Sure. Um, let me ask you this, because I think Christopher Walken was a great actor, uh-huh. and then became very famous for certain roles. Sure. And kind of became a Christopher be- Walken character. Yeah.
1: Became who Christopher Walken? Same is. thing with
0: Goldblum. You think? Definitely. I mean, like their talk show appearances. Mm-hmm. Not that everybody's puts on a show, but it's very.
1: Well, Jeff Goldblum. Well, you know let's what I mean? If we're word. talking about Jeff Goldblum and Christopher Walken I can't name the last major movie that they starred in that they had to like that they had to be anything but themselves. Carry. sure sure you know so like i honestly if we're talking about Jeff Goldblum we're talking the first two Jurassic Parks right. and Independence Day right. i mean the fly and the shit fly. before that right. but, but like, he was Jeff Goldblum but i'm saying then. those 3 movies right. propelled him to stardom and since right. since Jurassic Park 2 he hasn't been anything but Jeff Goldblum, you know. Right, like right. he shows up in in Thor Ragnarok, right. like no, dude, that's just Jeff Goldblum and pain. Right. That's right. And I think Christopher Walken's the same way. You know, he did a lot of things where he was really like acting and and becoming an actor, but then you see him in like. By the time he's in Joe Dirt, like he's in Joe Dirt as I Christopher. i going to pull a Joe Dirt reference. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> love like it. he's there as Christopher Walken. Right, he's not there as an actor. Right,
0: I know. Right. And I was just thinking of it, too. Um, uh, uh, Jeff, uh, what's his name? Lebowski. Same idea. Yeah. Just kind of all of a sudden, wait. He
1: but I think, became that I think person. Jeff Bridges... Bridges, thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: Is a, I think Jeff Bridges is a little bit different, and that I think Jeff Bridges is a better actor than the other two, that you can still put Jeff Bridges in shit, and I still buy it. Totally. Like, say, when he did... I mean, this isn't super new, but it's probably five or six years ago. when He did The Giver. I don't know if I saw that one. Um, I saw the one where he was a country music singer, which I dug. Yeah, that one was really. That uh, was like ten years ago. Okay, was that ten years ago? That because I was living in Springfield. Okay. I remember seeing that okay. in the theater in Springfield. And I moved back here in
0: 2010. So. Really, it was very similar to the Lady Gaga movie.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine. I, kind of I didn't see the Lady Gaga movie because I, I remember loving. The, the, sure, the I wish I Jeff Bridges one where I was like, "Ah, that's enough." Something heart. I can't remember what it. I can't remember. Um, what it, anyway, crazy heart. Crazy. Is that it? Yep.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, but I think like Jeff Bridges, I still buy in a lot of roles. I think sure. I think he's a good enough actor that, and his he his fame, like Jeff uh, Jeff Bridges himself, is a character the same way Christopher Walken is a character and Jeff Goldblum is a character, right? But Jeff Bridges is so goddamn good yeah. that he he created himself as a character and is still good enough to overcome that character. Right. You can I a, still right. buy it. Right. Like, yeah. It's almost like that character is a great actor. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But I think I'm I'm stoked on that. I'm stoked on uh Clone Wars season seven getting an official date. Yes. Oh, did you, I ever, did you get Clone in Wars. on that? I got show. I watched the first, like Clone
0: Wars movies, right? They had yeah, like yeah, a yeah. couple uh-huh. uh, early movies, which I really dug, and my son yeah. really loved. You know, that came, that came like right after, right after the second century. trilogy and shit yeah. like that, right? So I got into those, and it was much better than the trilogy, right? Like, you know? So I really, but i would never, I watched the first season of uh-huh. Clone Wars, and then life just kind of happened, and sure. I didn't pick it back up. Um, but I've always heard nothing about nothing but good
1: things. That's how I I was totally, I was very much in the same boat you were, where I watched those first two, um, and then I watched probably the first season when it hit comedy or Cartoon Network, Mm -hmm. and then life happened. Right. And then it was added, it was on Netflix. So it was, this is probably like two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um... No, it was like three and a half years ago. It was when Libby was pregnant because it was the last time I had time to to watch things that I just wanted to because right. I didn't have kids yet. Right. Um, and I binged like the seasons that existed to that point, and it's so good that I, like I'm I'm jazzed to let them for them to bring it to an end proper right. with a season seven on Disney Plus. Yep. And then announcing Miss Marvel. Yes, is going to be cool. The, yeah. I mean. I, I'd be lying if I said I ever read Miss Marvel. Yeah. Why well, would you? I, yeah, mean, well, I mean, she was launched in, lie. like, 2014. Right, right. Like, so I wasn't picking up new superheroes. I, well, I wasn't, it, well it's, not, it's not for you. It's not my, yeah. Right. Well, and, like, I'm also, while I love comics, I am at a place in my life where I am not reading new superheroes. Right. I Like, the superheroes that I love, I, I still will read Batman. Right. When the right story, sure. when, when the right, right people are writing it. I will still read Daredevil when the right people are writing it, but when I go pick out comics, I'm looking at the indies. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for story mm-hmm. at this point. So when someone's like, "Oh, here's this the new Marvel hero in 2014," I'm like, ah, I I don't care, right? Right. Even if it was someone who's written, I like the older my demographic. Hero. Totally. Right. I just I just don't need right. new superheroes. But I'm super excited that she. Ex- I mean. A Muslim superhero mm-hmm. in the world, like we need that, and yeah. our, oh, no, our our, our kids need that. So I'm thrilled that not only she exists, but having only existed for five years, she's getting her own series on Disney right. Plus. Right. Very, very cool. Right. I think it's cool to bring in a character like that that doesn't have
0: the comic lore.
1: Yeah. You, know, you can still kind
0: of create you and surprise with and do whatever you want. Not that you can't with other stuff, but you won't have people as behold it to mm-hmm. this is the story, the background. Right.
1: Why are you deviating from this? Well it seems like that's where they're going with a lot of this stuff is they're like I Miss Marvel is the exception of being the newest. But the other two they announced, which are the two like I feel like the original series that they launched with, that they teased with, you mm-hmm. know, your Loki, your What if, um, your Hawkeye, WandaVision, right? or Wanda, sorry. Um, and Vision. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Those five that they launched with, I think those will all be one season and done. Well the one division for sure, right? right That's pretty well, much already said. I think it was well, pretty much a one-shot. I just don't see there being a world in which they pay those movie stars to produce that much. But see, I, they
0: already have them under contract, this just counts as part of the contract, right? Like they have so and so for a four sure, picture deal. But, this is part of that deal.
1: But I I think I just don't s I think they'll use this to tease us in Maybe. Um, I think Hawkeye could continue with Kate Bishop and right. not Jeremy Renner. I think that's kind of planned. plan. But, but the other ones, I think, end after season one. The ones they announced yesterday, I think, are ones they're building the future in. Okay. Which is where they have the free... So, like, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. they can play with the lore. Right. And they have, like, young up-and-comers, up- and so they can run that a few seasons. They're also doing She-Hulk and Moon Knight. Oh, and Moon Knight. The, those are the two they announced. And... Or the, the three they announced. Mm-hmm. And while She-Hulk and Moon Knight are both older characters, they've never been immensely popular characters right. that I think you can play with their lore pretty liberally as right. well, right. you know, kind of how they did with Guardians. Like right. I don't think you need to be beholden to anything important. There's not much of a base that's going to bitch. Yeah. You have to change some right. Iron Man or some Hulk stuff. Right. Well, right. like there's just there's there are certain things you can't do with Captain America or Iron Man. Right. Or Spider Man, even if he ever ends up in the MCU or not. I hear good things. I think he will. Yeah. There's too much money to be made. Right. It's rich people using us as a negotiating right. ploy. Right. Um, but there are things you can't do with those characters that I think you can with fucking Moon Knight. Right. Or She Hulk. Right. Or Miss Marvel. Right. There are stories why, you can tell. Which same idea I like the X Force idea. Yeah.
0: People don't know those fucking characters. They're yeah. Do whatever you want with them.
1: You can recreate them in, in whatever likeness people you need. People kind of
0: know Domino. Mm-hmm. That's about it. You know what I mean? Other than that, Fucking have at it. No right. one gives a shit. No one, and it, that's what makes it fun. That's yeah. It makes
1: it lots of fun. Um, so, yeah, that was all I had for the series coming out of D23, but I, I'm i excited for all of them. What are your thoughts on uh,
0: Kit Harrington as a Black Knight in the Eternals?
1: Um,
0: I think he has the look. Definitely. He might need some inserts in the shoes to give
1: him a little height, but that's I the same thing. I think he has thing. the look. Have... He's going to have a sword again, so he's used to it. I have such a hard time with Kit Harrington. Um... That And I don't know if this is the... He's going to need an accent. An American I, accent, basically. Oh, I'm going to make him Scottish, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know if this is the outcome of the characters that I've seen him portray. Obviously, most famously, Jon Snow. Or if this is who he is. But I think he's just kind of lacking some personality. Um, now, having he, said that, he, he, he's, he's not he going to care on the SNL. Movie. Sure. Totally, right. And he, and he had some funny moments on SNL. But mm-hmm. as a whole, I don't know. But I do like seeing him. I'm not uh, arguing. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I like seeing him reunited with the with the Rob Stark brother. I think that's a. I think that's a funny connection. Yep. I mean, and you look at that cast. You got Camille. You've got Angelina Jolie. Yep. Um, you've got Rob Stark, whose real name I don't know. Maybe some Keanu you've in there. You've Ke- got kid. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? So, but I I think the cat that they've clearly put the money behind it. Right. Um, and Marvel has given me nothing but reason to give them the benefit of the doubt right at this point like yeah I, I i am excited one of the things i'm most excited about the eternals movie is it finally gives me an excuse to read neil gaiman's run on the eternals yeah because i love neil gaiman yeah I, mean, I haven't read it either that that dude just writes prolifically he has written more things than i could ever have time to read right so when yeah. someone's like oh he had a run on the eternals you should go pick up the trade papers like Oh, I will. Right. I will now. Yeah. You've given me an excuse to read The Eternals, and The Eternals has given me an excuse to read more Neil Gaiman. It's a real win-win.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was going to add to it, but I'm like, no, that's that's all I got, too. I didn't want to just keep saying the same thing over and over again. I was looking at my notes, and I wrote this down the other night. Uh, so I'm flipping around. Uh, you know, like I said, I got cable. I mm-hmm. watched some random shit. It was on, I want to say, the Ovation Network. Okay. Okay. It's like a, it was a documentary auto-biopic kind of, I mean, it was no one really played him, but they did like some reenactments whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am Patrick Swayze. What? It was awesome. Patrick Swayze, I forgot how great, and then I forget, people forget how great Patrick Swayze was. I mean,
1: Roadhouse is cool and all, man. You're forgetting. I, I, might not be your demographic. As far as I'm concerned, I look at Ghost and Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Made all the about, money. I forgot about Dirty Dancing.
0: Uh, not only that, How could but, I have put but he was also on the soundtrack. He had a number one hit. Come on. Come on. I'm, he's mixing genres okay, here. Okay. Uh, you're forgetting The Outsiders. You're forgetting,
1: Holy shit. He you, was in The Outsiders. You're forgetting
0: fucking Bodie and Point Break.
1: Wow. Right? You're forgetting Red Bowl. Dawn. Never saw it. Ugh. I'm forgetting it, Ugh. but I never saw it. Donnie Darko. Yeah, but that, was, that, a that, it's him, that but was a different part of is, his career.
0: But he's still part of it. That's true. Young blood. It's an old pull. You know, Young Blood. I don't the know hockey Youngblood. movie with Rob Lowe. I don't know Youngblood. It was before blood. Outsiders. This is kind of how they all got Outsiders. Was Young Blood? Really? Uh, I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it kind of well, it's worth a watch. If you, you're a hockey guy, yeah. you'll you'll appreciate it. Okay, you'll appreciate it. Okay. Um, and maybe he's in the greatest SNL sketch of all time with Chris Farley. Ah, the Chippendales. You're right. I'm just, it was, you know, I'm not saying I sat there and he cried. He had a nice career. He, and not only that, they showed, like, interview because, you know, I was still young when that stuff was coming out in the 80s, so, and there wasn't the internet to dive deep on people, and if you missed something on TV, you fucking missed it on TV, right? So they did, like, you know, USA Today interviews and shit like that that they showed. Mm-hmm. He was just a fucking good old boy, had a ranch, like, they interviewed him when his dad died, motherfuckers crying like a baby. Wow. Um,
1: you know, and then he gets cancer. Yeah. Um, says Swayze to me is always like, that's my dad's actor. Just just because of my, my, you know, like by the time Mm -hmm. I was actually watching movies Mm -hmm. or like, let's say, let's say you're seven years old by the time you're really paying attention. So I'm sure that's 94. Okay. So at that point he's already done everything he's famous for pretty much. So everything that I saw Swayze in was me revisiting it as right. a teenager right. even 20 30 years totally. after it actually happened and then Donnie Darko which right. obviously I loved when it came out and that was in my demographic but like that's me seeing an old broken yeah. Patrick Swayze as right. a fucking pedophile. Right. So it's right. a very that's a very different Swayze. And I'm not saying, you know, like I said Dirty Dancing I was of the
0: age for it. It was more of a chick movie but Jennifer Grey was pretty hot at the time. Uh, that scene where she dances up the stairs, that was a winner. Yeah. Um, and Point Break, man. I couldn't tell you how many times I watched yeah. Point Break. That movie, did, that movie rules. I wanted to be that. He was the bad guy. You still wanted to be him. Yeah,
1: he was a badass. That's man.
0: that's a badass flick. Badass. And I was reading. I was showing. Uh, or I was watching it. He did like all that. Uh, um, let me fucking jump out of the plane. I can't skydiving. S- he did all of it.
1: So, he, so you're telling me he was Tom Cruise? The studio Tom made Cruise.
0: him stop because they couldn't insure him if he kept doing all of that. Yes, please. Another beer. Um, so anyways I just wanted to Throw it out there I know there's, it shows A little bit of the age gap Right there Don't get me wrong But god damn it Patrick Swayze was so cool okay. So okay. cool So cool I don't uh, You know he's, he's a fucking surfer He's fucking yeah. He's a dancer He's a legit dancer He's legit at Everything He's kind of one of those guys That when he gets a part He becomes a pro in it Because he doesn't want He's Tom Cruise But not crazy Well you know Well maybe a little crazy but, <laughs> I thought of, I think about this All the time too Scientology is out there, don't get me wrong. But when I was a kid, they they convinced me that there's a man in the sky watching everything I do. That's true. I, not saying one's right, one's wrong. I'm just saying... I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying they're both wrong. Exactly. That's what I'm going at. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's, it's very... I, I'm not saying anything at all because I don't want yeah. to get trouble with anybody. That's what right. I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying that conversation's over. That's my easy But <laughs> if, what I'm,
1: if my mom's right. listening, one, I'm sorry for cussing, and two, I, I, that's a lie. I really do. I I learned it by watching moment. you is what I'm no, saying. No, my parents are very devout Catholics and I am so my very My mom is very Catholic too. I know. So very much I know. not. I know. I know. The Catholic upbringing, they, they, they taught me too much about the church for me deep, to right. now believe in yeah. it as an adult. No. That's
0: a tangent that I don't need to I'm, go to. I'm down. not going to lie, my turning point was probably George Carlin. Yeah? George Carlin convinced me that you it's... Know, all, not convinced me. Left you, me on the path You know
1: what put me on that path? Dogma. Dogma. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dogma I, confirmed it for me. I was... Uh, The first time I saw Dogma was probably a couple years after it came out. Um, It wasn't very old. It was when when I was in eighth grade. Okay. And I was at private Catholic school. Oh, ouch. My entire life. How'd you think that tape
0: in? Um, Right.
1: (laughs) Um, So this would have been 2001. It's about angels, sister. It's all good. Right. This Mm. is like 2001. So, you know, that was probably pretty damn close when that movie came out. It couldn't have been more than a year or two old. But that was the first time that I was like, Oh shit! You can ask these questions, and that set me on my path. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um,
0: so now, having said that, I didn't didn't happen to me really. I mean, I questioned it. I don't know why we're getting into this. It's probably a bad thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I went to Catholic high school, uh-huh. so there was questioning, but you really couldn't question, sure, outwardly, because um, you had to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the one question I ever asked was why the church charged you so much to die. I did not get an answer. And I got uh, talking to. <laughs> you don't ask this kind of question, right? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my, you know, so and so just died, and they couldn't afford the bill, and blah blah. blah. I couldn't have it at this church. Why is that? He didn't, yeah, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk after class. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't ask that shit. Um. So in a sorry, an, I don't know why we got into that yeah, tangent. Yeah, a
1: decidedly <laughs> less. Uh, We're going very into our push. childhood with this podcast, with my right. baseball coaches and my yeah. high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of childhood. I do not want to gloss over the Disney part of Disney no, Plus. Please. Yes, yes, I'm sorry that was announced. Yes. Um, so, you know, obviously the the new the live action Mulan that's coming out in 2020. I don't really give a shit yeah, about. Yeah. Um, not because I do not going to be on Mulan? Plus. That'll be a no. That'll be a will be a, right. That'll okay. be a movie okay. movie. Um, that like that one. W- whatever. I don't give a shit about. Um, not because I'm gonna give a shit about Milan, quite the Just opposite. I actually about. quite enjoyed that oh, okay. animated movie. Yeah. Um, but I have not given a shit about any live action Disney movies, with the exception of Maleficent. And that's only because. It was basically a retelling. Right. So Maleficent yeah. was Sleeping Beauty, but it was as told through the eyes of the witch, right. um, which makes it fascinating. Right. Every other Disney live action. Has been just a complete
0: remake. I want to see Lady um, and the Tramp told by that chef. Right. Because that alley is a fucking mess, and I want to know what dogs did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that brings me to, um, aside from the Mulan, there are two live-action remakes that I am excited about. Because they are going down that path of telling my childhood stories, but giving me a twist. One, coming in just a couple weeks. October 18th, Maleficent 2. Okay. Um... Which... Angelina Jolie again? Yeah. Okay. And Elle Fanning again as Aurora. Um, So I'm interested enough. I mean, a sequel, you you know, is a you never know what you're going to get. Right. It might be shitty. It might be awesome. Especially this far deep. Was it 10 years at least? Probably pretty close. Okay. Um, But I do like that they're taking that Sleeping Beauty tale and they're taking it somewhere new. Yeah. One that I am super excited about and we got our first image of cruella i did see that yeah so yeah. not only are we so like because as a kid i loved 101 dalmatians that was one of my favorite disney movies. those were, were those redone or re-released around that time those there was a live action 101 dalmatians with Bette Midler as middler that's cruella what Devel. it was okay they came out they do like three in like them. the like late two dalmatians and yeah. and yeah and that was right. like mid to late 90s okay okay um that's right which was that's right those were dumb but yeah, I the, never saw the, the 101 Dalmatians Disney cartoon. I loved. So the idea that one, you know, the fact that it's called Cruella tells me they're giving me another perspective on the story, so sure. I'm immediately in. Like if it was 101 Dalmatians starring Emma Stone as Cruella DeVille, I'd immediately also be like, "Fuck, I don't care, whatever." But they're calling it Cruella. So, okay. All right. I'm interested yeah. because they're giving me another story, and then that first image that came out looked fucking dope.
0: Let me ask you this. Does it... Not that those... I mean, those will all be movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it make you nervous that Disney... They're never going to run out of content because they have everything. They're going to run out of new ideas. Oh.
1: Well, they have a few new movies they coming They do, out. but I'm just they're saying cool. in, like,
0: four years, like, like where Netflix is at right now. Netflix is... Anybody who's got some new idea, we need content because sure. Disney's taking all our shit. Uh-huh. In five years, when everybody's watched everything 900 times on Disney Plus... They're
1: gonna want new shit. Are you nervous they're gonna hit a wall? Nope. Okay. Hmm. Only I'm only not because they have the track record. Disney's been around for seventy years. They don't have a track record of making T V. Yes they do.
0: A B C. Well, that's Disney. That's true. That's true. uh, Disney's Disney's been in this game longer than both of us have been. I guess I just look at it like, you know I was thinking that well, not that it's wrong, but you know, the Star Wars stuff. The, you know, But will they, will they sure. tap themselves out at some point?
1: I, I think the beauty of where Disney is at right now is when they're tapping out one resource, they still have another one to carry the weight. So say, for example, the Star Wars fatigue that the world felt. They could take a beat on Star Wars right. knowing that the MCU is still going. And if the MCU starts slowing down, Star Wars might pick up. Right. If yeah. both of them fall out of favor... They're still fucking Disney, bro. It, it, no, absolutely so, absolutely. so they'll have... Well, I think their live-action remakes are wholly unnecessary, and I think it, it makes it look like they're running out of material, um, they're also still pumping out really good original animated movies that we just aren't the demographic for, Definitely. but I, I still find myself watching because of my kids mm-hmm. and loving them. Inside Out, that they did... Like it was probably five years ago. Okay. I've I've watched that movie probably ten times. Libby and I saw it in theaters. And I've watched it with my kids. I still fucking cry every time. <laughs> that that should have been of our on our cry episode. Okay, it is incredible. It is beautiful. Um Mulan was killer. Frozen is very good. Yeah. Um this onward that they're making Mm -hmm. with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland looks fucking dope. That was on my list for today because they talked about that at at, at D23. Um, Raya and the last dragon is this new one that they're doing that was announced at D23. Looks like it might be cool. Like they keep doing their bread bread and butter will always be the kids. And I think we lose sight of that because they're also in the business of our childhood and our shit. So it feels like oh they're losing steam when really they're just losing steam with our specific sure. demographic right. at a moment. Right. But they'll they're making enough content. It's like we've got enough of your people. money. We're gonna get this
0: guy's money for a couple years. And right. And back. then we'll
1: come back. Right. We'll, we'll come right. back for your yeah. wallet. Say Don't Save a few worry. bucks. Save the few right. bucks. Don't we'll worry.
0: We're gonna build a theme park for your dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers shit. You see that? The Avengers theme park they're building? No. Oh, we might have to pause it and take
1: a look at a couple of yes. little sketches. Oh, we'll get that in a little bit. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it. I'm still excited. Next year, next summer, we're taking the girls to Disneyland. And I that, i was talking just yesterday. California? Because California.
0: the Florida one opens pretty soon, too. And that's Does supposed it? to be even bigger, bigger. I thought. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But Well, its um, I think it is essentially an identical park. Okay. However, the Florida one has the hotel in it where the the California one's just the immersive park. Gotcha. So this also has an immersive hotel. Gotcha. Yeah, they are basically doing the same thing for Avengers. Wow. Yes. What a time to be alive. Yeah. that's going to be California. I don't No, California, Paris, Tokyo. Yeah, I was saying it to Libby. I was saying it to Libby just yesterday that um how how jazzed I was to we're taking the girls to see her brother and sister-in-law in San Diego next summer. And we're going to Disneyland. And Libby's like, oh, it's going to be so sweet to see the girls with the princesses and this. And she's, like, spending, like, 10, 15 minutes on how excited right. she is for the girls to go to Disneyland. Right. And then I was, then I was like, yeah, but how cool is Galaxy's Edge going to be? Right. And she shot fucking daggers at me with her <laughs> eyes. Like, are you kidding me? I'm about that, to drop you guys off and to go We are myself. so excited to take yeah. the girls on their first big vacation. And all you can fucking think about is Star Wars. Right. And I was like. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can. Right. I love my family. Right. But I Star Wars was here first, Libby. Yeah, right. Okay? That's right. That's Star Wars love. has been here for me forever. That's right. That's right. And the fact that they want to let me in, they want to let me into Galaxy's Edge, yeah. I'm goddamn going. That's right. You you and your brother and your parents can hang out with the girls all day. I got a Star but Wars I, tattoo, I would, this ring comes off. Yes. I'm going will go by myself to Galaxy's Edge. I would rather I would rather do that whole day. Right. Just give me leave me alone.
0: And just let her know ahead of time. I'm spending about 500 bucks on a lightsaber I'm building. you got to
1: build a lightsaber. Right, right. Well, as we were talking, she was like, so I started talking about Galaxy's Edge, and I was showing her shit, and we looked at the Millennium Falcon ride, and she was right. like, oh, that actually looks kind of cool. Yeah. Like, what if we did that? But uh, All the family. Be cool, well, that was the right. thing. Well, I, I, said, I said, I was like, I don't know, man, like... If you guys can't keep up with me and we don't go far in the adventure, <laughs> ah, be so I, might, I, right. I, I might be unreasonably right. angry, right. and I don't want to put a damper on our trip. Right. I don't know if I want to yeah. open that can of worms, man, because I might yeah. be coming for Trip's some Trips over, we're going home. Right. Yeah. I might be yeah. coming for some yeah. people like, what? That's right. That's right. We're trying to make the castle run here, and you can't, you can't, man. Yeah, navigate. wait
0: here. I'm going to go find a team that can do this shit. Right. That's funny. That's hilarious. I, no, I'm with you, man. I, I, uh, I'm jealous. I need to, We need to plan a trip out there. I need to get out there and check all that shit out. Yeah. But we, that's what's crazy about Disney. Like, they're not only doing, you know, the, the movies, the TV show, all that shit. They're building, they're blowing their parks up again. I mean, yeah. they're getting huge. Not that they weren't mm-hmm. always huge, but they've really recognized, I think, that if they cater to not, not just the kids, but those kids' parents now, too, because they're the ones spending the money. Mm-hmm. They're gonna stay that much longer because they'll do their kid stuff, but they want to go see some Star Wars shit. They want to go
1: see some Avengers shit, and, and think, it's all right there. Harry Potter shit. If it weren't for Anheuser Bush or Augie Bush specifically, we could have that, right? I know
0: it could have been here. I know, I know. Well, my, my but we got Bush Gardens.
1: I yeah. I do. I I am. When I first read that, this was probably only like two, three years ago that I found out about that. Yeah. And when I first read the story of how we lost Disney World because of Augie Bush, basically, yeah. I was so fucking angry. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this thing happened fifty years ago, well before I was alive. But I'm goddamn angry for my city. Yeah. Think of what North City would be right. if it had goddamn Disney World I in know. it.
0: Yeah. I'm stuck riding the fucking ninja at Six yeah. Flags when I could be riding the goddamn Millennium Falcon right. ride right now. Exactly yeah. in my own backyard. I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: Yeah, but
0: you can't you, play the what if game. You win. Something. You can if you're on Disney Plus.
1: Absolutely. And how sick is that <laughs> going to be? What a transition! That's right. Man. And That's how it's done. How sick is that? Twenty-seven show be. episodes in, and we're a pro. How <laughs> sick is that episode going to be? It's going to be pretty. Sweet. Or that show, like when they showed the concept art with. Uh, Peggy Carter yeah. as Cap. Yeah, man. Uh, like, oh, my God. I love it. I mean, that I've, I've seen, like, I've so seen art rad. with like,
0: Cap as a zombie. Yeah. It, I think it would be badass, man. I just love the ideas, um, and I love the fact that they're just running with it. Just Right. Go, That's just
1: my thing. Is like Try
0: the, the it out.
1: See what sticks, even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have well, at it. Do it all. You own it. Just do it. It feels like the most perfect marriage of capitalism and fan service. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I understand you're in this to make a ton of money. Yeah. But you're just going to, like, throw money at the silliest shit that we all love. Right. And the fact that anyone's willing to take that calculated risk makes me so happy. Like, Sony would never take that risk no. with Spider-Man. No. No way. Well, no that's way. not true. They did make into the Spider-Verse, which was really but is that fucking a risk? dope. That wasn't a risk. Because it was animated.
0: They didn't throw a ton of money into it. Okay, they threw money into it. But when that's basically all you own, you're going to use it. Yeah. That's true. You know, I'm not saying they did anything wrong, and I st- like I said we talked about before. I still think it's just, I love you know, big dick swing and they're going to
1: Oh, it absolutely. Come is. together. I, I mean, feel I feel 100% confident yeah. that they rele- that whoever leaked that story leaked it so that the court of public opinion could decide who the bad guy is right. and then whoever the court of public opinion decides is the bad guy, it's, that person right. has to take the hit on the negotiation. It's Deadpool all over again. Right. Ryan Reynolds releases
0: his little yeah. the the uh um, the test footage. Right, which we all know he did. He wanted yeah. to own it too, but and then people went in saying, This is the fucking greatest thing ever. And here you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Now well, Deadpool's Disney too, but it's you know, one of the biggest franchises the last five years.
1: Yeah. It's well it's it's funny, like even yesterday at D twenty three you have like Fige and Holland weighing in right. on it and like they're telling the company line, they're saying like, Oh, you know, you this see this Holland's is it? tweet. Uh-oh. Something about, I, I I should pull it up. go ahead, go ahead with your little, but they they were both saying like oh if, you know we we got to make five wonderful movies together and we got to tell the story we wanted to tell and we knew this wasn't going to last forever and we're just grateful for our time like they were both very like just legitimate and compliment but like it felt very much like oh you're just saying with the company you're, you're saying a whole lot and not saying anything at all right so yeah I think it's very much. So I think what it was was Sony wanted to find out who the public was going to think the bad guy was, because in reality, right? I think Sony's in the right. If we're talking, if we're just talking business, right versus wrong, right? The fact that Sony's well, like, no, I don't want to give you half of this, right? Um, I don't think they're wrong well, for it's, that. It's just you know. But I also think they deserve if, their if, fair share cut. And Spider Man sure. is more than just
0: a. 10% thing of the Avengers. He is sure. 80%,
1: especially right now, the way right. you built it up. Um, and, that's, and now Disney, and how Disney's coming in, like, we want 50%, but we'll finance 50%. Right. You're right, they right. will, but now it's not really a risk when he's in the MCU. Totally. Um. So this is now the first time that Sony can actually make some money off him that they haven't fucked up yet, but I also think they know that Sony's going to fuck it up. If they have it by themselves, they might. If if they have history, would prove them correct. So exactly, far. right. The, Sony's really good at making an origin story for Spider-Man. They're really bad correct. at making every other Spider-Man story. I don't. Uh, I don't follow Tom Holland necessarily. You know, I still sure. Try. Motherfucker
0: tweets so much I'm still on day one I've been searching for It's only a day Yeah this was like two days really? ago He tweeted what I'm looking for but I'm Well like,
1: that's why they didn't let him read scripts No shit
0: right <laughs> he, This guy I mean it's a lot of retweets Don't get me wrong But he's commenting on like everything I'm like 30 tweets deep And I'm still on today <laughs> But Damn. He's a millennial What are you gonna do <laughs> um, But just to paraphrase I won't You know Obviously I'm not pulling the whole thing up here But uh, You know He basically said You know He looks He thanked everybody for everything yeah. they've done Thank you Marvel blah blah Still hopeful for the future. I love you, 3000. Yeah. And then there's a picture of him and Robert Dow Jr. hanging I, yeah, out today. together. I mean, you know, yeah. so <laughs> I'm not I'm, worried. I'm not concerned about it. I'm not concerned. It's, you know, it's no different than when Endgame comes out, they show us footage that's never going to be in the movie. Right. It's just to yeah. see how people react when this happens. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. Because they know, well, Sony still has. Tom Holland signed on for, like, five more movies. Yeah.
1: So. Well, that's us Tom Holland can't do five more standalone Spider-Man movies. No. <laughs> well, I've heard what they want to do is basically. Like, cross him
0: over with Venom. Two of those would be Avengers movies, which are five years down the road. Yeah. And then, like, uh, one of those would be another, like, high school movie and then another, like, two in college. Yeah. And then Avengers. Which would be cool. Which would be great. You know, you, you finish up his high school shit, um, you, you start the college shit, which you can still. But, having said that, Sony, I think, has, in a weird way, the edge in Definitely. this discussion. Because you can tell Spider-Man stories in New York, and it's all good. Yeah. No one needs the whole MCU in New York to tell yeah. a Spider-Man story proof from the last oh. two, basically. You know what I mean? So that's well, the think.
1: Sony holds the cards, right. but in the court of public opinion, they don't. And that's where this is... The, I think I, it's 50-50 right now. I, I don't. People just want it to happen. They really don't right. care how. Right. People just want it to happen, but people also know how bad of a job Sony does at making Spider-Man movies. That's true. That's <laughs> that, true. I, that I think, like, people are like, ah, I... I don't care how, but you're the bad guy because you're bad at this thing and you're keeping me from having this nice thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because if Sony wins, we all lose. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem here. (laughs) That it doesn't matter if they're right.
0: I don't have an argument for that. I don't.
1: I don't. Um, But, speaking of the future of Marvel, we did also get a release date for Black Panther 2. Twenty-two and twenty-two. Yep, yeah. May sixth of twenty-two. So right, we didn't get a title, right? We didn't get any information. Yep, yeah. but we got a release date. I've also nice.
0: not to change this, but Doctor Strange. I heard rumors that the plot will be he's basically lost his mind. Which I didn't read a whole lot of Doctor Strange comics, but I do remember pieces of that in mm-hmm. some comics I've read, like basically giving away the ti- time timestone. Time yeah, Stone. Um, put his mind into like that flux of. He's always seeing every outcome ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it kind of just loses his shit, and then. Oh. Which I'm here for on, that story. on the horror basis. Yeah. Fits in line. Um, I'm here for that. Now they story. didn't drop the whole plot necessarily with like the big bads or anything, but with a plot like that, you don't almost you don't need a big bad, right? Because the big bad is him. Is big bad. Right. Right. Which I like the idea. I love the mm-hmm. idea of, of a horror comic. I love it. Yeah. I'm um, super into that because the only horror comic other than that, Blade. Yeah. I well, Spawn, but that wasn't Marvel at all, right? Well, um, and you guys, well, Blade was, but not wasn't yeah. treated as such. He's about to be. Um, speaking of which, what did I just watch earlier? Oh, um, True Detective season three, mm-hmm. which I'd never watched because yeah. I, you know, I watched the first one with Woody Harrelson yeah. and uh, Matthew and McConaughey. McConaughey. Fantastic. Season three has the guy who's going to play Blade. Yeah. Um, he's fucking. He's great. He's awesome in everything I've uh, seen. I, I, I sat there, like, the plot isn't amazing. It's not not nearly as great as True Detective 1. Mm-hmm. But I will watch him because he's fucking fun to watch. And I'll it, say that. His, I didn't know anything about him. So it made me
1: pump for that. His death in the first season of Luke Cage mm-hmm. made me not finish Luke Cage. Cage. He was in the first season of Luke Cage? Yeah, he was Cottonmouth. Oh, shit. Then I know exactly. Okay. And okay. he was fucking incredible as the villain. Okay. And then, like, eight episodes in, they killed him right. and introduced the new villain. Right, that's what it was. That's what it was. And yeah. that's it killed the show for me. I, yeah. Because I loved the back okay. and forth between yeah. him and Luke. Because yeah. he was incredible.
0: Right. Yeah, in season three, like, this is dated, obviously, with True Detective, but I think the reason it doesn't appeal to people is the kind of reason I don't like it. It jumps a lot, like, which True Detective did. It jumped from, like, 20 years ago to present. That season he's in is, like, three different time jumps. So it jumps from when this investigation's happening, ten years. So that's in the 80s, and it jumps mm-hmm. in the 90s, and then it jumps to, like, current time where he's, like, got dementia. Okay. And he's trying to remember, which is a great idea. Yeah. But it's just, it's Tough chop, to execute. choppy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, that's tough to watch. It is. And I it's also got, um, oh, fuck. He was in Blade 1. Uh... The e-cigarette guy. Wesley Snipes? Nah. Oh, my God. He's in Reality Bites. What the hell? Um, I don't know, man. I hate myself. You you know who it is. Probably, Um, but... He's like a Dylan McDermott, Dylan Mulrooney type guy. What the fuck is his name? Devin Sawa? No. (laughs) I have to look it up now. It's going to piss me off. Um, I know you know him just from the goddamn... uh, He was the... Cigarette, e-c- like electronic cigarette guy. Like yeah. blue cigarettes back in the day um, when it first came out. Um, I don't know. No man. idea what you're talking about?
1: I will as soon as you say you, it. You got to vamp for a second. I got to pull it up. Okay. Um, so what I wanted to get into is when I was saying that we got a release date for Black Panther 2. Who do you want to see as a villain there? Um, because in my head, and I think in a lot of the internet's head as well, that's the perfect way to introduce Namor, the Submariner. Agreed. I totally agree with that. And yeah. how cool would that be? Um, you know, you had this, the part in Endgame where Akoye was saying, you know, I'm, I'm, she's investigating a disturbance in the Pacific Ocean. Right. So there's that's a hundred percent. There's means. your in right. already. All, that, that and like how they co- don't put worthless lines into those movies. Exactly. It means something. And then that brings Namor in, and Namor right. is the first mutant. Right. So that brings. That brings the mutant. That's that's the bridge to the mutants, and I think that that also builds a pretty gnar audience into because like Black Panther two is gonna kill because because
2: yeah because (laughs) the first
1: one was fucking killer right but it also Black Panther has the the luxury along with a number of other characters for having a different type of built in demographic. There are a Mm -hmm. lot of people that saw Black Panther that weren't big Marvel fans. Sure. Because there were a lot of people that wanted to see a black superhero. They wanted to see right. themselves represented on the screen. Same thing with Captain Marvel. There were a lot of people that wanted to see themselves represented on the screen, which is awesome. I'm super for yeah. it. Um, so when I'm Marvel and and you've got, you're going to have a huge audience there. And then you also get to tease the idea of like, this is how we bring in mutants. You are you are opening the doors to even more of a huge audience that are, that's built into this, right? you know, this right. deal. Who'd you find? Steven fucking Dorf. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's in True Detective season three. Um, and he's great. He's really good, too. But having said that, and I can't even pronounce his name, so I don't want to try Mr. Oliver. Is it Hala? It's Yes, but I have a terrible... I've been drinking and smoking weed. I don't want to start pronounce something I don't know, right? Because it's going to sound horrible, right? So, Mr. Ali, uh,
1: we've we've already talked about God on this too much. We don't we don't we don't piss off yeah. every day Oh of shit, there. right? But like I said, but he was he's fucking nails in
0: the True Detective three. Like I've only I've only watched it was like a marathon the other day. Uh-huh. Um, so I watched like a couple episodes back to back, and then like a couple of random spots here and there um, throughout the night. He was awesome, man, yeah, and every and he, when he played as like an old man, great when he played the nineties and it great and he was he was just great, um and he played a guy with issues, you know what I mean, um he was like in the eighties, you know he just he was a detective, but he just got back from Vietnam War, and he was like a tracker, mm-hmm. so he spent a lot of time in the jungle by himself, so as the season starts, you know two kids go missing, so he's tracking missing kids, you know all, all you know sad, <laughs> horrible, rough shit to watch, yeah motherfucker is still fun to watch. I mean, fun's the wrong word.
1: Yeah. Pulls you in. You we know don't I mean it, it, it entrances no, you. No, it, I get say though. it was, it was what I was getting at. Um, I mean, it's entertainment. Don't get me wrong. But with yeah. the boys. Right. And we're talking <clears throat> stuff that's fun to watch, but shouldn't be fun, but just fun because it's so, because it requires such skill. Right. I don't know what this dude's name is. I've never seen him before, but the actor that plays Homelander. Right. In the boys. Yeah. Um, First of all, like half the time I feel like he looks like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. um, Which is hard for me to get past. Yeah. Anthony Starr, by the way. Anthony Starr. Okay. This dude, I had never seen him in anything, but the way he travels from like totally Boy Scout Superman American hero to on a dime low key fucking disturbing sociopath right. with the same tone is, is goddamn delicious yeah, like yeah. that th- his performance in that at in that role was like that was a masterclass in acting right i i th- and it's so much fun to watch anybody who's that good at anything yes like i don't care what you give me anybody that is just that goddamn good at what they do i will watch them do that thing right like right I th- and i think the boys was great but the boys could have been dog shit, and Absolutely. I would have watched that shit out of it for that right. performance. Right. It was fucking incredible.
0: I first found him, uh, 2013, he was in a series for Cinemax called Banshee. Never heard of it. Most people haven't. Because not that people have Cinemax, let's be honest. Right. Yeah. I, and I, I just had it because it was probably free with yeah, my, it whatever. Yeah, was like a promo with HBO or whatever. Or maybe I needed some B-porn, I don't know what Sure, right. Because, you know, maybe my internet was down that day. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> So good. And I I won't bore you with, you know, all the, well, maybe I will. (laughs) He plays basically, so the show starts, he's just getting out of prison. He's like a professional thief kind of guy. Okay. Um, Been in prison for like, they say, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, And the the first episode, a lot of flashbacks kind of happened to show you how he got into prison. He was stealing some jewels with his girlfriend uh, he took the fall. You know, he got busted. Yeah. She ran off. He took the fall. She went into hiding. Okay. So he's going to find her. On his way to find her, he finds out what, city, what where she's at, a small town called Banshee. I don't even know what state it was. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, on his way there, he stops at like a roadhouse, bullshitting with this guy who's also traveling to Banshee. He's going to be the new sheriff in Banshee. Okay. Shit goes down in the roadhouse. That sheriff gets shot. He mm-hmm. takes his identity. Because he's a, co- he's a convict, you know, he's not going yeah. to so he becomes this new sheriff of Banshee. No one knows who this, you know, so that's uh-huh. the, so he's a sheriff, he's a badass that dude. It's wonderful. And it, it, it takes place, I want to say like in, I forget what state it is, but a lot of, um, that's going to sound terrible too. What are the, what's the religion with the horse and the buggies, um... Amish? Amish. So it takes place... Yes, Amish. It's Amish. So it's in an Amish community. There's also like a city, but there's also an outside-lying Amish community. Okay. Which we know from TV. There's a... You know, the Amish can also be kind of gangster and mafia. So there's that aspect that's kind of like... So it's very violent, very sexual.
1: Um, I can't believe that... How does Cinemax get the rights to that? Because this... The little bit you're giving me is telling me that that's a fucking dope premise. Um, I'm trying to think.
0: What's the other girl who was in it? You'd probably know. Um, That's a super dope concept. Her name was Lily Simmons. Oh, what was she just in? That you would, she was in The Purge. Never oh, watched those movies. Man. What was she in? I think you would know. Eh, maybe nothing. Nothing to me. Oh, no, no, no. It was a TV show. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I am holding. Lily Simmons? I don't know the name. No, you know what it was? I think she was just in... Um gotham when it ended yeah they had the time jump forward uh-huh. she was um um catwoman
2: really? after the time jump yeah. okay so she
0: okay. wasn't it the whole time sure uh but she was a big part of it um yeah um it's you wouldn't know many people from the cast honestly you'd kind of recognize them as like secondary characters and things like that in a lot of stuff um Elijah Dushku shows up in the last season. Ooh, who I, I love, I love her. Yeah, she's wonderful um, in everything. Oh, ever since uh, Jay and
1: Silent Bob strike back. Oh, top of my list. Um, uh, ever since the fucking new kid, that was the movie. All oh, right, oh, the new guy. Oh yeah, the uh,
0: the changing scene. <laughs> she puts on the bikini. It didn't take much back in the day. Yeah. Um, you probably you recognize yeah, a couple people. She was, got, she was like the Matt Servino guy. You recognize him? He's a character actor in so yeah, much he's done yeah, tons yeah. of stuff. Um, well, I'm just looking at it now.
1: Shit, Banshee ran for three seasons. Yeah,
0: it was it was
1: a cool show,
0: man. I really like. Where liked it. can I find this? I tried to find it on like Hulu, and I think you have to subscribe. It's like one of those Cinemax things; they sell on the rights. So oh, they don't really. Man, the first season you might be able to get on Hulu. I'll, we'll check when we go into a bathroom break here.
1: Yeah, it's, that it's because a cool show, I would man. Like, yeah, I would that, and that premise you just sold me. Like I said, very vibrant. I mean, if if the premise didn't sell me enough. You're telling me Anthony is in it, right? And that dude, right. like, I'm telling you, his performance in The Boys right. has made it to a point. Like, I will now watch anything he's in. Well, and it's the same like, kind he, of. He just lent credibility to every totally. every movie. And in Banshee, and show. it's kind of the same
0: idea. Like he plays a cop. He's trying to stay calm and uh-huh. you know outwardly, but he's a crook and just yeah. got out of prison. And then they flash back to some prison scenes where you know you find out he got a, he got arrested because he was. Um, set up by his boss's his his girlfriend was also uh, the mob boss or whoever crime boss he worked for was uh-huh. her dad. Okay, and he didn't like the idea that she, he was basically banging her daughter. His daughter set him up to take the fall, so he went to jail because of that. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know where I was going with this shit.
1: I lost myself. I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, this seems like a, yeah, a good totally. time to take a break. Totally, anyway. totally, totally. Get a little bathroom break in. Yes, that's what we need. Um, and come back and revisit. So
0: she keep right. making more noise?
1: <laughs> we are
0: back. All right, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to cover with that uh, Disney? Uh, or not Disney. The, um...
1: Well, time to... i movie? not... Uh, the, that was all the... That was one hour of all the D23 <laughs> mm-hmm. I can take. I can't take any more D. Took a whole lot of D in that episode. Okay. Yep. Yep.
0: So one thing... I just wanted to cover these. I know you didn't
1: really watch them too much. I enjoyed Legion. Yeah? It's over. I I can't wait until I, I'm at a place in my life where I can come back and revisit it because I know I'm gonna love it. It's, I love it is, the cast. Yeah. I yeah. love the characters that they're te- whose stories are telling. It just hasn't fit so into trippy. my schedule as a parent. It's right now. so out there though. But I know it's right. gonna
0: be. For it's me. Um, it's one of those things I want to go back and watch because it's almost one of those shows you have to watch the show
1: like twice to fucking get it. Yeah. Um, like well, it's like we were saying earlier, man. I. The one shame of having all this awesome content is I don't have the ability to revisit it. Never, right? Right? Because there's so much good shit. I want so see. much good shit, and it's, it's a it's a curse of blessings. Yeah, really. Uh, I, you know, we're, we're rich in great shows. But that
0: show was what two, maybe three seasons, but um, all of them great. All mm-hmm. of them great. I love that show. I'm bummed to see it go. Now, having said that, I don't know where else they would have gone with it. So I'm kind of glad it kind of wrapped up. Sure, as it needed to. Um, Deadly Class. And Krypton. Love them both. Both got canceled. Deadly Class got canceled for one season? Yep. Yep. Wow! I don't know if it's going to go somewhere else, but sci-fi is shutting that shit down. I can't believe that.
1: Me either, man. It was like a I, great show. I think Krypton was was cool, but I understand why they canceled it. I understand it, too. But I I don't understand how Deadly
0: Class doesn't get a season two. The only thing I don't get about Krypton is they the season finale was... Uh, Couple weeks ago, and they left it wide open, so they didn't know well, it was I coming. they going to spin that into like a Lobo show well, too, I, they, and they still may do something along those lines. But it, it, with the Krypton, I I get because there's really no more enemies, sure to fight. You yeah. know, as
1: far as that goes. Um, so if they roll into something like that, I'd be happy. Uh, I also think it's kind of a hard sell. Like I, I had no. I only watched Krypton after hearing the star of Krypton on. Batman on Batman, sure. and then he sold the show in a way yeah. that sci-fi never did, that actually made me want to watch yeah. it. Yeah. So I get why viewers didn't yeah. jump in on it. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of started
0: watching at like, the beginning. I probably recorded the first three and didn't watch them until, you know, after the fact, and then really dug it, and this last season I watched pretty much religiously after it came out the next day, and uh, I was kind of bummed it was over when I found that out last week, so... Huh. Yeah, so... It's not all happy news here on the Alpha State Podcast.
1: Well, it, it just surprised because you know, we talked about it when it came out, and I I watched the first five episodes probably, and then I okay. fell out just because of timing. And Henry Rollins, we talked we, you know, I about blew him on right. here because he was right. wonderful in that yeah. show. But the the real trippy part to me about it is that show couldn't have cost that much. No to way. Me. Yeah, you wouldn't think. So it feels to me like, and that's also the kind of show. Like that's the kind of story that really comes alive with with age, right? And given it's not like sci-fi's got a million great properties knocking on their door. Nope. That it seems to me a wasted opportunity to not at least give it a two. If you're not fi- if it doesn't fit your mold after two that's fine that's what I don't get it's like but how does it not even get a, a how two? do you approve something and put production on something that you
0: really won't even go to on right you know what i mean I I what, get what's if, the point? if the pilot's shitty, but you went a whole season on something and i mean I' never saw you know returns as far as who are who's watching it but I enjoyed it pretty much start to finish i you know I didn't think it was. Ever slowed down, ever fell apart, ever kind of lost its way. I, I dug it all the way through, so I was kind of yeah. bummed to see it uh, get canceled. So, I, you know, I'm sure I'll find something to fill in the time. But uh, and like I said, maybe they'll get picked up other places. Um, but yeah, I was bummed with that one. So, anyways, something I am not bummed about. Yeah, Matrix Four. Ooh, I did
1: see a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, they got Keanu. They got Trinity. The, they got that's Trinity. all. You got. Right. they got Keanu. Right. right. That's all. But I, I'm I'm stoked they got they got Trinity as yep. well. Yep. And it's crazy to me that I am as stoked as I am because let's let's be honest, two and three were not good, underwhelming, yeah. at best.
0: Yeah. Uh Best news I heard about Matrix Four is they do not have Jada Pinkett Smith. And don't plan on having eight 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 I just she does nothing for me in anything she's ever in. She was awesome in Gotham.
1: <sighs> if she Don't was, you dare Don't you she dare she tell me so she was awesome why they try to write her off the show so many times? <laughs> Be, if she was so shitty why did they bring her back so many times? Because it's Gotham and there's really nothing else left to do. <laughs> Nah,
0: man. You can't surprise somebody when all the main character, all the characters are just right there in your face. So you got to bring back Fish Mooney, who no one knows who that is.
1: Yeah, I like, mean, like somehow not Fish wrong. Mooney was
0: the Penguin's, uh, you know, counselor. It's just the
1: weird. Uh, you're not wrong, but she's all right. <laughs>
0: if you say so. <laughs> no, but Matrix, like I said, that's my. That's prime my generation too as far as action shit sci-fi shit goes um you know if it wasn't the crow everybody's dressing up as fucking neo that's just how shit went down because it's basically the same outfit just no makeup
1: well and it's just like that that movie is just so impressive yeah like i think i it's funny i was having this conversation And this goes along those same lines, follow the breadcrumbs, because this is going to be a, this is going to be a bit of a a, a tangent. All right. All right. But, um, I, you know, I just started a new school year and in my art basics class, I I teach art criticism early, the, the idea of critiquing a piece of art. And we go through this whole critique process, um, trying to use something that's familiar to everybody that most people have seen. So I always do the first critique with Van Gogh's Starry Night. Sure. Because almost everyone's seen it. Right. Right. Um. And invariably, and this semester was no different, kid asked me, you know, in the middle, he goes, why is this so famous? It's just kind of there. It's just kind of boring. And I was like, I get it. You think it's kind of boring because you grew up in a world with, like, Marvel movies and shit. In 1889, nobody in the history of the world before then viewed color and line this way right this is the most avant-garde out of control gnarly shit you've ever seen in 1889 mm-hmm. right so i i can't tell you why it matters and i can't expect it to matter the same to you right. because it, it, it's just it's just different um and you know that's kind of the same thing. Very much so. You know, when you talk about The Matrix, like th- people watch The Matrix now and be like, "What's why, deal? why is this such a big deal? Right. Like, in fucking 1999 that was no one had ever seen anything like that at all. That's right. Nowhere near it. That's right. And, and expect, but, but you also can't expect people to put themselves in that place. Right.
0: Now I'm, like I said, I am pumped for Matrix 4. Mm-hmm. Having said that, you bring up a great argument, which is Matrix 2 and 3. Right. Now, there's been some in-between, so maybe they figured out what, you know, I, there is sure. no rumors really at all on plot, on what's going to be. The fact that they have Neo doesn't mean that it's going to be a continuation. It could be 50 years prior. It could be a million right. years prior because, right. you know... As the other movies always set up, this has happened. What eight, nine? I forget what they said. Yeah, you know. So he could just be one of those people, or he could be the next person doing the same mm. shit. Who, who knows? Yeah. Um, or he could be the new Lawrence Fishburne character. Totally, because rumors are. Well, I have the only rumor I did really read, other than the fact that um, they haven't got Jada pickett Smith. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, they have not signed Lawrence Fishburne, but they're looking for a younger Lawrence Fishburne. Really? So are they doing? It's a sequel, but is it going to take place sometime in the future? Just an alternate dimension, an alternate program. Well, you know I right. mean? kinds that's, of ways you that's can go with That's so. the thing. With
1: the way the Matrix universe is built, That could, you you could do so many different iterations right. and have them make logical sense that it really doesn't right. matter. They don't really have to connect.
0: Yeah. Right. I do Yeah. 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 So like I said, there's not much out there as far as what it's going to be uh-huh. other than it's going to be. Which is... I'm alright with that. ...fucking it. great news. Great news.
1: Yeah. And I have an appetite for it now. I think that was also part of the problem with three or 2 and 3. Well, the problem is that... So, like, the Matrix comes out, but it was, like, four or five years before 2 and 3 happened. And then in that time, the world moved on. Right. So, like, so many cool, weird things happened in tv and entertainment that while everyone loved the matrix the appetite was gone sure. for another one of those and i sure. think that i think that had more of an effect on matrix two and three success than the quality of the films themselves uh, yeah i would agree 100 because i would okay. say i while i don't while i don't remember liking them i also can honestly say i don't remember them 2 and 3 are just... In 2 general? and 3. Yeah. I, I could tell you every beat of The Matrix. Right, right. But I don't really remember the plot of 2 or 3. Yeah, Matrix is one of those movies
0: that, especially the way it ended too, it's almost like I would have been happy just with that. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that, I, you know, like I said, 2 and 3 weren't great. I still enjoy them for what they are. You know, there's some cool, you know, the effects back then had not been done like they were, you know, at this point. So it was still somewhat... Fresh, Mm -hmm. as far as the effects went, story not as much. Okay, Um, but anything Keanu's in with Lawrence Fishburne, I'm gonna watch it. Sure, I'm gonna watch it.
1: So that's
0: why I still watch John Wick.
1: (laughs) I, you know what? I haven't watched any of the John Wick movies. I haven't seen three. I've heard nothing but great things about him. Right. I've heard three was the first, like the first one that I heard anything negative about was three, and I didn't hear that it was bad, (laughs) but I heard that it was just like unnecessary the same like, as like before. it well i i heard a, a few different people say like part three was just kind of gratuitous like yeah but at the it, same it time was a, it was a grab whereas like one and two from again i haven't seen them from right. what i was told right one and two are like genuine like legitimate uh early thing like
0: right Important movie. I mean, w- it, in my world, if you're going to keep putting out the fucking Fast and the Furious nine times, yeah, John Wick deserves three movies, so, for <laughs> you know sure. And so, for sure. Uh, and then even now, you know, when you branch it off into uh, was it Calvin and Hobbes? I don't know who the fuck he is. It's the Hobbes movie. <laughs> I don't. Hobbes know. Hobbes and Shaw. Whatever. it I is. I don't fucking know. The Rock. I and, wish it was Calvin and Hobbes. Right? Jesus Christ! Right? I love Calvin and Hobbes. Having said that, I've heard good things about the Hobbes and Shaw movie. No. Probably because it's... I don't care. But, like, good things, like, it's so over the top that it's
1: fun. You know I, what I mean? I believe... Like, it's almost that a parody other stuff. The thing itself. is, I believe that movie probably is fun. Right. Because I generally think Dwayne the Rock Johnson is fun. Yeah. I think for all the ridiculous shit that he does, like, Skyscraper or Rampage, I haven't seen either one, but I'd be willing to. Sure. If either of those was, like, on cable or right. on film channels, I'd watch them. Because as ridiculous as they seem, The Rock the Rock strikes me as a very self-aware person that when he's in a ridiculous premise, he winks at it a little bit. Right. So I believe that Hobbs and Shaw probably isn't a waste of time. But I refuse to give any time or money to anything with Fast and Furious franchise. I I can't. You know what, I just... I don't want want to be part of the reason they make a fucking another one. I
0: I just don't. Well, they're going to regardless. I just don't. Let's be honest. This is probably a nine-picture deal when you (laughs) sign on for Hobbs and Shaw or whatever the fuck it was. Um, Having said that, I read yesterday, day before... um, I don't know if it was because of that movie, but The Rock is now the highest-paid actor in Hollywood. No, he was before that. Was he before that? Yes. That's the world we live in.
1: I know. It's insane. You know why? And this dude hasn't even been in an MCU movie yet. Because wrestling is better than the shit you like. Ah! I was waiting for it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was goddamn coming. Uh. Well, uh, speaking of segues, if we're talking about um, franchises that have gone on too long or been good, then bad, then good again, uh-huh. we did get uh, some James Bond. Saw some of that, yeah. Information yeah. this weekend. About the new movie. Yeah. um, Which called No Time to Die.
0: I love James Bond, man. I've always been a James Bond guy. I I will watch any James Bond movie that comes
1: out. I loved James Bond until Daniel Craig. He's not my favorite, but I still enjoy those movies. And, well, here's the thing they've changed
0: a little to me. They're not the Bond. That's my
1: problem. It's not that I dislike Daniel Craig one bit, I think he's delightful. But I feel like the Daniel, like how they've done James Bond in the Daniel Craig era. Or Michael Bay than James Bond. Right. It's just like this is an action movie. Right. Right. Whereas like I used to love like the slyness of it. The fact that he wasn't an action here. He was just a fucking guy. Right. My favorite scene in every James Bond movie is the scene where he gets introduced to the new weapons. Right. You know, like all of that. And that kind of charm went away. In the Daniel Craig era, and I don't think it's Daniel Craig's fault. I'm I'll not. Agree, no. I'm not blaming him one bit. Right. I think he's a good Bond, and I think he could be good at being the type of Bond I want. But I do feel like uh, his era is a little eh. Now, having said that, I think it's also
0: hard in this time we live in to do Bond like we know Bond because it's so sexist. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Right? Yeah. Um, let's call. It, let's be yeah, honest here. Absolutely. I mean, I you know. Sean Connery wasn't my favorite Bond, but I feel like people usually go back to him for the most part they as do. Bond. Extremely sexist. Yeah. Um, not only just the way they acted, but, but pussy galore and yeah octopusy. I mean, it's just it's inherent. It's it's trying too hard to be yeah. sexist, almost. You know what I mean? Right. Um, now and then, in my day, it was you know Roger Moore. It was um, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, which. There was still that level of sexuality, but it wasn't nearly as,
1: right. Uh, you're just rog- a woman here for a purpose. And Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan are my Bonds. Right. Like, right. I, I grew up on Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Like, his GoldenEye was his first. Mm-hmm. That was, what, probably 95? Probably. 94? Yep. That was when I'm like seven, eight years old. Right. The first James Bond, my introduction to James Bond was GoldenEye. So like all of the Brosnan flicks, I was in, and then when I went back and revisited, always having been a nerd and being into space and shit, right. Moonraker was what, like right? when someone told me, "Oh, this is the continuation of a longer thing. You should go revisit James Bond." So I went to the fucking Deerberg's video store. Right when I was when my mom was shopping, and I was like, "Where's the James Bond titles?" And the first one that Joe was like, "Oh, Moonraker, James Bond on the fucking moon." done and from that point i was like oh roger moore's my guy right because Moonraker's the shit yeah yeah i remember not
0: wanting to like pierce bronson when he came out of james bond Uh because at that time so i would have been like 16 17 Uh my only exposure to him was like the guy in mrs doubtfire right like that's james bond the guy who chokes on a shrimp yeah the fuck Fuck out this noise right make roger roger williams the fucking james bond he's way better (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, Robin Williams, my hero! Right, just love Robin Williams. Everything he did, I love it. I we love watched. Uh, we had family video night. We, Libby and I like to do family movie night, yeah. like once every couple of weeks, just to get together with kids. And this week, uh, our rental was introducing the girls to Aladdin. Yeah. And as we were watching it, the whole time, like I just kept looking at Libby, like God, Robin Williams was a fucking so genius. Yep. Like I, and I, I know he is. I always know he is, but. Every single time I watch something with Robin Williams in it, something like Aladdin that I've seen 30 times. Right. As soon as I turn it, I'm like, fuck you. I know it's hard to believe that that was like his his first voice
0: acting job, and it just is the best. Right. It's It's, it's what everybody else compares their. It's the gold standard, right. He's fucking brilliant. Wouldn't you just love to sit there and listen to the outtakes? Because you know there's hundreds of hours of him just doing all kinds of shit in different ways, different versions. Well, I mean,
1: that's what Mustafire was. That's true. (laughs) That's true.
0: That's true. Which, you know, uh, just
1: a, I, I, just still, a I still enjoy
0: Miss Doubtfire, too.
1: How can you not? Right.
0: He was a genius. I love the premise, which is just so insane. Yeah. It's just, you know, I'm going to dress up like a old woman to... Right. To hang out with my kids. Basically kidnap my children. I know. It's, right. It's pretty funny. Preposterous. I love that shit. It makes me sad now.
1: But a fucking a, I remember... Because
0: I grew up, you know, prime HBO days. Um, um Shit. What was the comedian... Um, him, Whoopi Goldberg, and... um Uh, Billy Crystal would do the uh, comedy I don't know uh, comic relief it was like for the homeless yeah so for like four or five years straight HBO would have this big like every year you know raise money you call in you donate money blah 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 Mm because back then you had to call in to get money Um, and it was like a live they bring kind of like how um, um, Jerry Lewis telethon yeah same idea just dirty on HBO Mm -hmm. they could cuss a lot that was my first big exposure, like him as a stand-up comic. Yeah. it was some of the greatest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. I mean, you should honestly, if you get to oh, that one will. day, just you, uh, YouTube some uh, Robin Williams comic relief stuff. You, I will. You'll love it, man. It'll make you like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I don't hate Whoopi Goldberg. I don't hate her either, but I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. I, I take that back. You know what? In the 80s, when she put out a couple movies, did you ever see Burglar? uh uh-uh. Pretty funny, yeah. Um, it kind of fits in line with the, days, the sister James act was, thing. I think Sister, sister was funny. act was funny. It was funny. Um, um, I liked her in Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's true. She was a good guy man Yep, that's um, true. I forgot about that. I forgot about I, that. I like Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she was a stand-up comic and then kind of got famous. and They gave her like a movie. Yeah, and it was. Uh, well, she no, it was Burger. It was Jumping Jack Flash. Okay, was the name of the movie didn't really have any relation to the song by the Stones, other than it was in it. (laughs) Um, But the premise, she was like a computer IT tech worker back in the 80s, which... You watch it now, they're just like doing this. You know what I mean? Like click, 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 click. What's that job? Um, And then all of a sudden, she's working at her desk. doesn't really clear what she does. A message pops up on her computer from like, you know, a spy in the British government. So like a James Bond Mm -hmm. type guy contacts her to give her this information because he's been found out and so it kind of makes her be the james bond character even you know fish out of water story but sure um but funny when you put a black woman with dreadlocks in there to do it i guess you know what i mean i was trying to i was gonna pull oh that would be uh, here we go here's my random celebrity sighting it's a great john lovitz movie (laughs) (laughs) he's in it for maybe 30 seconds jesus christ I, I am almost sad that I remember that. Always. I have not watched that movie probably for 20 years, and I remember that John Lovitz is in it oh, for like 30 golly. seconds. Oh, Less than The Wedding Singer, um, which is great with Drew Barrymore. Brother. Oh,
1: absolutely. That, the Wedding Singer, I will watch every time it's I over. want you to know that I spent
0: a couple hours today trying to find that goddamn Drew Barrymore playboy I have to show <laughs> you how fantastic, but I couldn't find it. I don't know where the fuck I put it. So it may be gone forever. That's incredible. Cool. I, I did cross my mind. I'm like, oh gotta have it. Got doesn't it. know. Doesn't
1: know. You're not going to convince me. <laughs> you're not going to convince me. Um, Wrestling and Drew Barrymore's hot. That's but, my missions. Good luck. <laughs> you're you're climbing. You're fighting an uphill battle, bud. I love it. Um, uh, 80s comedians. Yeah, please. Did you see, uh, Eddie Murphy's back, baby. Yes. Big time. Doing back. Dolomite. Yes. Um, coming to America too. Yes. And you know. You know. Ed, Please, if if there is any sort of higher power, we will get one more stand-up set. He's out been of talking movie. to
0: Netflix about doing. Oh my god! Kind of what Chappelle did, like you know, what I mean, like three or four yes. shows and kind of put them together.
1: Yeah, that's like uh, so many people just don't real like right. when you talk about geniuses, like I true agree. comedic geniuses. Eddie Murphy's there. Oh, 100%. Eddie Murphy's on the Mount Rushmore. 100%. Like, he's, he's, he is, he is gifted. Yes. Like, there's no other way of saying it. Like, there there are some people that just see the world and can communicate that
0: vision. If you can dress in tight red leather and still make me laugh, you got a gift.
1: Anti-purple. That's right. Yeah. Went through a prince phase there, too. Yeah. Yeah. If you can release a single like My Girl Likes the Party All the Time and still be taken seriously. I, uh,
0: that should have been on my Guilty Pleasures list because I dig that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's a good tune. It's a good tune. Produced by Rick you know James. Was, you know what was on the other day was uh, 48 Hours. Yeah. And I just caught a piece of it. It was uh-huh. on like IFC so at least they cussed. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie, man. God. I mean, I, I don't forget how great he is, but I'm so glad to be reminded.
1: Right. Um, well, that's what it's like. So, when I would think about growing up, my Eddie Murphy is not funny Eddie Murphy. My Eddie Murphy is Dr. Doolittle, Right. It's uh, Shrek. Fucking, uh, yeah. Donkey. Shrek. Yep. Um And he is kind of funny as Donkey. He is. No, absolutely. Um, uh, Mushu in Mulan. Okay. In which he is funny okay. again. But it, it's not the same Eddie Murphy right, as, right. like... Seventies, Eighties, Eddie Murphy, yeah. where he is a goddamn genius. Uh, and that's what I grew up with. When and
0: that was Eddie Murphy was right. The stand up stuff. That's right. you know, and then two years on SNL, and he can, de-
1: he can James deliver. James Brown, in a hot tub was the greatest thing I ever saw at the time. He can deliver in stand up in a way that so few can. Yeah, you know, like there's, you know, there's your your Chappelle's, your Carlins, uh, Eddie Murphy. Robin Williams. I, you know, I yeah. mean, the, the, the list is short. Absolutely. Of, of the people that can really, like, there's a lot of funny comedians. But there's a short list of people that generally, like, comedians, so, comedians are typically funny because they're making the observation that you already see. Right. Right? Right. Um, I feel like it's a special kind of comedian to take the observation that you see, but you refuse to think about, not not that you can't see, but that, like, in the weird, dark places of your head that are human nature that you just can't quite right. reconcile well, you with even your own conscious, and you,
0: then you hear, right. like... It's taking that common shared experience and exaggerating the fuck out of part of
1: it to make yeah bigger than real you know yeah yeah i understand understand. and and there's just some people that have that gift and i hate to make the comparison but you know
0: i don't like him at all but he was an 80s cosby as far as the conversation well it was a it was a i
1: hate i hate everything bill cosby did as much as the next guy but again there's no if you can't Divorce the person from the art, right. so the art is no longer acceptable. Right. But it doesn't diminish that the art is great. Totally, Bill Cosby is a gifted comedian. Right, he's a piece of shit. Right, and we shouldn't support him. Right, and we shouldn't give him any more right. money. Yeah, not go buy or any of stuff. Consume his stuff anymore. Right, right. but right. if we're looking strictly mm-hmm. at stuff, the man was fucking right. brilliant. Right,
0: right. Um, but to me, Eddie Murphy took that style of that conversational talking to an audience, like uh-huh. everyday type stuff. And made it more, well, raw. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, it, but it made it more relatable. You know sure. what I mean? Like, everybody loved at the time to hear the Bill Cosby stories and, oh, you know, blah, blah. But when when Eddie Murphy did it, it was just like your buddy at work doing it for exactly. you. Exactly. But, you know, and you related to the story because you knew it was like to have no ice cream when you were a kid, you know? Yeah. All that kind of shit, you know? And it just really, maybe it was because he was... 30 years younger than fucking Cosby and yeah. that's just not how Cosby was going to talk period right. you saw him as the dad no matter yeah. how old he was he was yeah. the
1: dad Cosby was dead
0: um, so you know uh, yeah uh, yeah. I'm excited I saw that too I'm excited to do, see anything Eddie Murphy comes out with as far as comedy and stand up goes I, I have a fear I'll be honest I have a fear that people will then start critiquing his old stuff in today's eyes
1: probably it's not fair it's not, because, you know, but it doesn't. But that's the thing. I think. I just hope that doesn't deter people from you. You can't. You can't be hung up anymore with the. the I'm trying to think of because
0: it. he's even I'm, said I'm he's, like, he's like look when that stuff was recorded I was nineteen and twenty years old. Yeah. Yes, I said some bad you know homophobic slurs and, and things wrong. like that, and he has a problem. He's Like that's you know, not how I've, I am. I've, I've grown absolutely, from that. And, and, and growth is a good thing, right? And I think I just hope people allow
1: that. Um, some people won't. Right. And and that's that's how you have to look at the world anymore, is that there are a lot of things that are worth being outraged at. And I will not fault anybody for being upset or disappointed or frustrated with another person for right. how they say or think or feel. I would never pass judgment on that. Yep. But I also tend to live in a world where there's only so much outrage. And I am going to reserve mine for... Real shit. Current acts of okay. aggression right. and frustration. Right. And if we live in a world where we cannot accept that growth is a possibility, then what's the goddamn point? I agree 100%. You know, like like you said, I said and did a lot of things when I was 17, 18, 19 that I am not proud of. I have grown through those things. I have, I have matured. I have... My, my, my stances have become much more realistic and and normal and real i think right and well, I, I would hate sure yeah. i would hate for someone to drag up something that i did 20 years ago oh man and yeah. say like man you said this you're a piece of shit i'm like yeah i was then right i was stupid but now look at what i said yesterday i'm a different person right, right. i was stupid but i've grown right a lot of things have happened in my life to make me a better person yep and yep. I would hope that you would look at the better person. Yep. So when I think about that with uh, an, an Eddie Murphy, like, let's let the new things exist. Yeah. 100%. And find out. No. Yep. If he says some questionable shit here, then then you got to be like, well, yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. It, it,
0: Judge him it, on no, not today's work. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it's the same as thirty years ago, then there's yeah. an issue. Absolutely. Yeah. But give them the ch- give him the chance yeah. to put it out there at least. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what it is. Right. Right now, have, yeah, you know, and I'm excited to laugh at it. Absolutely, I think it's going to be fun. Absolutely. I the only think. other uh, one little thing I wanted to touch on, so my wrestling people don't think I'm slacking. <laughs> I made John watch a little uh, Bray Wyatt, a little uh, Firefly Funhouse, a little sketch. God, leading. I showed you pieces of the intro with the severed head thing. The intro is the thing that is that I'm down with. It's like it's the, the Firefly as fuck, Fun, right? the
1: Firefly Funhouse.
0: Does it make does that make
1: it creepier no, with the entrance? It, it that doesn't. that's like the, the Firefly Funhouse, I feel like if I were writing the marketing or production yeah. materials there, I think the little teasers, the spooky teaser with the buzzard, the spooky teaser with the doll, that's on brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like throwing in the Firefly Funhouse part of it kind of I don't want to say it cheapens the character because, let's be honest, it's scripted wrestling. The character's already cheap. Well, the the character's... Br- so I, I,
0: See, it was introducing that character. The character was brand new. That fiend character yeah. with the mask. That's, they're trying to introduce that character who has no Which basis. Which I think they could
1: have done spooky. I think they could have stayed spooky. Just
0: not do the skits? Yeah. Just have him come out randomly and not even speak? The, the reason fiend- they want him talking is because he's so good at... Right. He brings you in. He has like, yeah. a good voice and can draw you in. And uh, he's one of the only people they let... Not right 100%, but that's like all him. Really? They have, yeah, that's a lot of what Bray Wyatt brings to the table. I I get it.
1: I just... It's not the way I would have written No, I, I, I'm just... With the Firefly up. But that said... I just wanted it documented
0: that I am trying to push you in a certain direction. That
1: entrance was... The coolest entrance I've seen since Sting. Since the, like, Crow Sting? Like, coming, yeah, the since, since kind of coming off sure. the rafters. since sure. coming off the Rafters. Like, that, that was the first entrance that I've Like, you've shown me a lot of entr- entrances right. that are fun. Right. You've shown me a lot that are exciting. A lot that I think are cool. But that was by far the one that was like, oh. Oh, fuck yeah. Most creativity. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And, like, taking his own severed head, becoming the lantern. Right. Like, All right, right, man. Like,. I'm excited to That's cool Only because I read to Like people
0: were like Oh can they keep doing You know This type of stuff And some of the artists Who have you know Put together some of his outfits And things like that Are like You have not seen Anything yet Like it's gonna go To another level Like the severed headlamp Really It's gonna just go Keep They got more shit planned To build Okay So That's all Like I said I'm just documenting your wrestling progression as we move along. You you've shown me a thing. I have shown you a thing. It is definitely a thing. That cannot be yeah, the think It's a
1: cool thing.
0: I'm excited for you what coming up I'm either end of September, October, I forget, but that's when AEW comes to TNT.
1: Alright, I'll watch, and you know what? I will I will make the promise right now on air. Let me see I will watch that show live. Wednesday nights. It's a Wednesday night show. Okay. Um
0: now, WWE, who's not doesn't have a presence on Wednesdays, right? Raw's on Mondays, uh-huh. SmackDowns on Tuesdays. They have that NXT show. I think I've showed you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just on their website. hmm Starting next month. They got they're on USA on Wednesday nights. Bastard. Wednesday night wars are happening, bro. Alright, I'm, I'm to- It's I've, gonna
1: happen. I will watch. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be glorious. I'll watch I'll watch the, the, the first one, the TNT one. I'll watch it as it happens. If if we're free, we can podcast during it. I, I, I will yeah. promise that I yeah. will watch the premiere yeah. of that.
0: We might have to, even if it's even if I just bridge you in from your house just right. to get your reaction as it happens. Yeah, I, I think that be well actually worth it. might be a fun episode. I think it would be well worth it. So, um, you got anything else for us, man? I just wanted to, oh no, oh, quick little uh, local shout out. I uh-huh. was doing my Bray Wyatt research. I did see a lot of the concept art for his masks and mm-hmm. stuff like that it was from a local guy. Carl, uh, sorry, Kyle Scarborough. Okay. I just wanted to throw out a local name. That's very cool. They said uh, I don't know how Bray found him or knew him, but Pacific specifically, there you go. Searched him out uh, to do his concept art, and they built a lot of what you see now off of that art.
1: Okay. Which I thought was cool. Connection. That's rad. So there That's you go. Rad.
0: So there's my wrestling St. Louis connection for the day.
1: Rad. Um, yeah. As far as, I mean. Next week we got another super special DBS episode. Yes, on the patio. Yeah, a little, with game the clothes, a little game uh, night. Game Playing some old Nintendo shit on a big screen. Do we know bar. what we're gonna play yet? Um, I I know we got a lot of like, guys. I we feel like, like the Kart, I feel like doing... Mario Kart and Mario Party. Okay, are both definitely on the table. All right. Um, but we'll have to see.
0: We'll have to, we'll have to do. Have do some. we bring Call of Duty just to see if it gets loud enough downtown
1: St. Louis with the machine gun <laughs> noise? Um, Would anybody notice? I, I have. We'll talk Call of Duty <laughs> next week. I have thoughts, that you were about to send me on a tangent. Um, but yeah, we'll have that coming up next. We week. offended enough people. Let's not piss off the city of St. Louis. <laughs> right. um, we've got Springfield Con in a yes. couple months. We've yeah. got Toy Man coming up in a few weeks. We do that um, is going to be exciting. We've got some new merch coming out, so if you uh, keep your eye out on the on the Instagrams and the Facebooks, we'll. we'll Pimp some new merch, but we're making the moves, making it happen. Yeah, um, it's an exciting time for Altered State Comics, so we're gonna keep growing. We're happy you're along for the ride. All right, guys, uh, we are out. Hey, oh, so uh, are you looking for a good Transformer site?
0: Hey, guys, Brandon, Altered State Podcast here. I want to tell you about Good Buddies, Tasty Soups and Sandwiches, best sandwich in in St. Louis, guys. Uh, Voted from the RFT, best place to take an out of towner, located at Tucker and Pine. They are open Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Get yourself there. Get a great sandwich. You won't regret it. They use companion bread. It's all made from scratch. You're going to love it. Good Buddies, Tasty Soups and Sandwiches. Yes.